What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Kings of CONCACAF podcast. I'm your host, Nate. And um, today we're going to be talking about, um, is it worth it going to Europe um, as a U.S. men's national team player that's in the pool or trying to get into the squad, whether it be um, that first team squad or, you know, that squad that plays in the Gold Cup or the squad that will be playing in December? Um, is it worth going to Europe um, to maybe develop your game a little bit more, even though you're not going to be playing in Europe when you would be playing in the MLS? So as someone who is a semi-Europe snob, um, I, I've, I've mentioned a couple times before that I'm a, I call myself a talent snob, and that is I just want the best players to be on the field. Um, you know, at all times. So if you play in the MLS and you're a top level player and deserve a starting spot, then that's great. Then play. But if you are an MLS player that is not necessarily good and is only playing because of experience or the fact that they are an MLS player that, you know, um, for whatever reason, if it's the USSF or if it's Greg, um, if they're prioritizing, you know, those type of guys in, in the lineups, then I don't think that's right either. So, um, this is what I'll have to say. There's some guys that have left for uh, Europe because I think that that is the right thing to do. I think that if you have the talent and you have the opportunity, go to Europe because it is, um, a fantastic opportunity for you because in the United States, um, soccer just isn't necessarily a priority for a lot of different people. Um, for like basically the whole, the country as a whole, soccer is not a really a, a priority and we've never been a soccer country slash, um, football country. You know, um, we've always been basketball and we've been football and we've been and American football, not European football, American football, um, baseball, hockey, you know, whatever. The MLS is not um, a big deal in the United States. Soccer is definitely growing. The MLS is definitely growing, but um, we don't have a system in place where um, we can kind of, I don't know, uh, promise that there will be growth uh, for, for a player. Whereas in Europe, there's lots of, um, you know, how do I say this? Like there's lots of different teams and that can promise growth in a sense. So a, um, a Barcelona, La Masia. La Masia is an academy that so many people come out of and they develop their players so well. Um, they do this and they do that. There's not very many Barcelona players that um, don't have productive careers. Obviously, there are because they're, you know, for whatever reason, they get injured or, you know, they just don't pan out. But there's so many guys um, in that Barcelona squad that have once played in La Masia. You see, maybe the best team of all time are all guys from La Masia. Messi, Iniesta, Xavi, Sergio Busquets, um, Jordi Alba. I'm, 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 I'm sure there's more. I mean, there's like 
I think Victor Valdez might was a oh PK. Like there's some of these guys that like just about their whole starting lineup was was developed through La Masia. And that's something where I don't you don't necessarily see that in 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 MLS. Obviously, there's teams that have great academies like a Philadelphia Union or a, an FC Dallas. Um trying to think what other LA Galaxy is good um academy. So there's there's academies that are really good and um they develop players well. These players then go on to play um in Europe and and whatever. But when you're a young player and you've developed already in the MLS or you've you've developed somewhere else and you've now made your way into um the MLS and getting some first time team minutes and you have the potential opportunity to go play in Europe to better yourself and to better better development um, because these European teams definitely, I think, can promise development more so than an MLS team is. And that is because we don't have the best coaches in the world. Uh, we don't have the, and we also don't have the best players in the world. So if you're getting coached by the players in the world in Europe, I mean, by the best coaches in the world in Europe, um, and, uh, if you're getting, if you're playing alongside some of the best players in the world, they will make you better, and the coaches will make you play, play better. But here is what I have to say: I don't necessarily agree with always going to Europe if you're not necessarily going to play. So obviously, we've seen um, Ricardo Pepe burst onto the scene in the past year. And after his play with us um, the past couple months, he's been um, rumored with every team basically in Europe imaginable. And so I'm someone that thinks that it's important to play in, um, in Europe, but I'm not someone that thinks that he should play just because it's in Europe because if you go to a team, he was rumored to Ajax, he was rumored to Liverpool, and he's rumored to these like huge clubs, and I think even like Bayern Munich, and I I, I completely disagree with it, that move. If he were to go there, I I compl- I couldn't I could not disagree more honestly because he's not going to get first time minutes. You see these guys that are kind of falling out of of um of first team football like Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds wants to to went to Roma way too early. Way too early for him. He should not have gone to Roma because um when you go to Roma, you have to be an unbelievable player prior to that. So you see guys that come in to these big clubs and get first team immediately basically. Um like a Pulisic, like a Reina, like a Dest. Um uh Kind of West Weston McKinney's kind of in that. Tyler Adams is kind of in that. But for the most part, if you're a USA player or even a young player, I should say, regardless of the fact if you're a USA player, lots of times if you're a young player, you're not necessarily guaranteed minutes when you first come over. But if you go to a smaller club, then you're going to be guaranteed minutes. So like Weston McKinney, he did. He was young. He is still young. And when he came to Juve, he was starting at minutes because he already had proven himself at Schalke. Um, Pulisic was a different story there. Gio Reyna was a different story. Um, when Dest came to, uh, Ajax, he, I mean, um, sorry to, to Barcelona, he'd already pr- 
come up through the academy at Ajax and proven himself there. So um, I think you need to maybe either develop for another year in MLS if you're not if you're not going to guarantee playing time in Europe. Because, and I don't know, I'm I'm kind of rambling along here, but another case that I'm thinking about is is Reggie Cannon. Reggie Cannon is at Boa Vista. He never plays at Boa Vista. And that's not a big team. It's a, just a, a Portuguese team. And now he doesn't play games. And now he's falling out of form and um, not playing you know, enough to get consistently called up into the national team. Even though he's consistently played well with the national team, or at least well enough to get a nod, I think. Um, he, it just, it's, you know, whatever. So if you're put into a situation where he, you're maybe not quite ready, I didn't watch Reggie Cannon enough at FC Dallas to know if he was ready for the move to Europe yet. But I will say, um, if Reggie Cannon were to go, uh, were to stay at FC Dallas for another season or two and keep developing, keep getting a better player and then go to Europe, he could have maybe, um, because like, Obviously, um, to kind of backtrack, obviously playing with good coaches helps. Playing with good players helps. But ultimately, you need to be playing games. Games really matter, especially as a field player. Because um, game situations are, you know, how you get better, how you adapt in game-like situations. So when you're not playing, then um, it's kind of an issue. Um, so. I'm kind of just going to wrap things up here because I'm going to just make this uh, episode a little s- shorter than than the usual because I don't want to keep hammering down this concept. But just to kind of wrap up with things, um, I will say um, that for, for my final wrap up that it, it's great. If you have the opportunity to go to Europe, and you know that you're going to get game minutes, no hesitation, go. Go go to Europe and play in Europe because it is going to be a fantastic opportunity for you to continue to for you to develop. But if you go to Europe just to go to Europe without knowing that you're going to play, then just wait. Because if you go to Europe at... 22 rather than 20 it's fine you can go to europe at 22 or even 25 um as long as it means when you go when you're ready if you want to be a good player um then then go then go to europe but at the same time you can't just go for the fact that like it's europe if that makes sense i know I'm I'm contradicting myself in some ways. I'm I'm sure if I were to like listen to this again, I'm I'm sure I'm contradicting myself. But as just a a quick recap, go to Europe if you have the chance and you know you can play. But if not, stay in the MLS and develop a little longer until you know you can make that move and then you know you will play. Okay, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Nate of the East Podcast, and I will talk to you next time.